Welcome to the Wellness and Wanderlust podcast. We're here to demystify wellness and help you add a little adventure to your life. Tune in for a new episode every week where we'll hear from incredible guests and talk about ways to be happier and healthier in our new normal. I'm your host, Valerie Moses. Let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to Wellness and Wanderlust. I hope you are having a great week. It's so hard to believe that we are already well into September. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I started a fitness challenge with Elena Curry, who is our guest from episode 45 of the show. And you guys know how much I love sharing what I'm up to, especially when it comes to some of our guests whose products and services I've gotten to experience. So I wanted to let you all know and give you the update that I am loving her fitness challenge. It started earlier in September and she provides a lot of different exercise styles in addition to focusing on different parts of the body. We do different types of repetition, so you might be focusing on supersetting one week, we might do pyramids another week, but I am really, really enjoying her program and the accountability involved in it, and I will tell you right now, my triceps are still a little sore, so again, I love to share these experiences with you all to let you know that I really do use a lot of the products and services of the people who come onto the podcast. If you missed that episode, I highly recommend checking it out. Elena and I talk about making fitness fun, how we can improve our body image, which is something that so many of us struggle with, and just a few tips for new moms who are trying to juggle it all. Now, today's guest is another truly incredible one. Bansi Lakani is the founder and creative spark of Healing Hands Medical Scrubs, and his story is going to inspire you. I'm going to let him share more of that. But through Healing Hands, Bansi strives to make the world a better place for the healing angels of our healthcare world. In this episode, he shares the story of how Healing Hands came to be, and we talk about the importance of showing our healthcare heroes just how much we appreciate them. We also talk about the power of giving back and how we can instill a sense of purpose into our own business ventures. I loved chatting with Bonsi and learning his story, and I know that you will too. Without further ado, let's dive into this week's conversation. Hi, Bonsi. Thank you so much for joining us at Wellness and Wanderlust. It's my pleasure, Valerie. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you on. Now, before we really dive in, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Valerie, on a high level, uh, my primary love is to make healthcare workers happy. I am the founder and the creative spark of Healing Hands. This is a division that I started in 2008. And what led to you starting Healing Hands? Well, I was only about 43 in 1997 when I had a massive heart attack and I ended up in uh, ICU the open heart surgery. But I am truly blessed. I survived a massive, massive heart attack. Doctors told me one in a million people would survive such a massive heart attack. Wow. Um, as I was recovering in uh, the ICU, I was emotionally overwhelmed with the motherly love and care I received from the nurses. I now refer to them as uh, the healing angels. I had so much gratitude for them, and I was thinking, what can I do as a payback for these wonderful people? And the only thing I know is how to make uh, beautiful, comfortable, luxurious clothing. So I thought the best way for me to pay back would be would to design and produce a beautiful, comfortable collection for them that would make them look 
and feel better with the hard work that they are doing so many number of hours. And by the way, in those days, the uniforms that they were wearing seemed very uncomfortable. Uh, the fabrics were scratchy and stiff. The cut was very boxy, totally non-appealing. And when I was chatting with some of those nurses, they hated their uniforms. So it, it was a perfect idea for me to come up with a collection for them. I think that's so inspiring and just such a way to give back and marry the two things, you know, your background in fashion and garment industry and your passion for giving back and for especially giving back to, as you referred to them, healing angels who helped you so much on your healing journey. So I find that to be incredibly inspiring. I'd love to know what that journey was like for you forming the brand and a little bit about what sets Healing Hands apart. So I've been in the fashion business for uh, over 40 years. My uh, primary business is called Crazy Cat Sportswear, which was started in 1978. So I have in-depth knowledge of textiles and the fashion industry. So starting off Healing Hands, which was uh, 2008, I incorporated all my knowledge that I had gained from the sportswear side to make beautiful fabrics, to form uh, beautiful styles, and the right amount of drape, stretch, everything that goes into making a beautiful garment. And that's how I launched Healing Hands in 2008. I love that. And I think, you know, again, being able to use that experience to create something that is so helpful for these nurses and healthcare workers, I think, again, that is incredibly inspiring. And something that I really liked learning a little bit more about Healing Hands was about the inspiring messages that you have in the scrubs. Can you talk a little bit about that and what inspired that part of, of the business? Oh, yes. those That is the most interesting uh, part of this journey. Those messages are my way of communicating my gratitude and my appreciation towards the nurses. So whatever I think about them, whatever thoughts come to my mind, I jot it down and then I print them in the form of quotes. These are like a five or six uh, word quotes and we print them in every single garment. Let me read you some of these quotes. These are actually my thoughts and messages of appreciation towards the healing angels. The first one is the power to heal is in your hands. Caring is healing. You make the world better. Every caregiver is a blessing. You are an inspiration. So imagine um, when um, these caregivers are uh, getting dressed up in the morning or evening, whenever it is, and uh, getting ready to wear my garments, they would read my message. And I would hope that this puts a smile on their face and makes them think that somebody out here is very appreciative and cares for them. So I just enjoy doing it. Uh, randomly, these thoughts come to my mind of appreciation. I just write it down, whether it's in the middle of the night, whether it's <laughs> in the morning when I'm having lunch or whatever. So keep a little uh, diary of it and then formalize it in the office, print it. and 
nowadays we have started incorporating in every garment like a fortune cookie so there are about 25 or 30 such appreciation messages and randomly every single garment will get a different coat it could be the same style it could be the same color but it would have a different coat so this way if the nurse has to wear navy all the time she is not necessarily wearing or reading the same message she is getting a different note from me so i i love it that's amazing and i really do think that really everybody needs to hear from time to time that they're appreciated that they're making the world a better place even though it seems like such common sense especially in the healthcare industry that they are doing those things i think so often when we are sick when we are in the hospital we may not be at our best and you know so often i don't think that we show the care and appreciation that we should for those people who are taking care of us and i think to have that message for especially those days that can be really challenging and i'm sure right now in the healthcare industry the challenges of covid-19 that has to be even more of a battle that they're fighting and so having that message to take with them and to start their day with i think really has to make such a difference yeah absolutely i mean they work so hard tirelessly and selflessly I mean you have to be a special person really at heart to take up nursing. It is all about giving, right? Nurses are always mm-hmm. giving without expectation or without thinking of anything back from us. And many a times when I'm in the hospital I see people are sick so they do become grouchy and bitchy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I I I kind of pity them. I I feel mm-hmm. that they really have to have much more gratitude and respect for uh, the healthcare uh, worker for what they do for us i couldn't agree more i mean they are literally taking our lives into their hands and a lot of that is not you know it's not necessarily glamorous work so to be able to you know help in such a way and to have something that shows that gratitude for them i really think that has to make such a difference for them what kind of feedback have you gotten from the nurses and other healthcare workers that have tried your products oh we get we get beautiful beautiful emotional messages uh, from the nurses and two of my favorite ones which i'm going to read it for you are and and i must tell you valerie money is not my reward my real reward is these beautiful lovely messages that i get from uh, the caregivers the first one is i am not a retailer but just wanted to contact mr bansi lakhani to let him know that i discovered his scrubs 2 years ago caps i love these scrubs I have been a nurse for over 30 years and finally found scrubs that are comfortable, have stretch, are stylish and look good. All of my colleagues always ask me what type of scrubs am I wearing? I am constantly referring them to Healing Hands. My patients comment on how good I look in your scrubs. I am 59 years old and went back to school 6 years ago to get my nurse practitioner degree. and currently work as a family nurse practitioner prior i worked as an rn in open heart surgery i am glad that you survived your heart attack and decided to make comfortable scrubs for healthcare workers i love the personal messages 
on each garment. It is very inspirational and puts a smile on my face after a long day at work. Please keep up the great work. Thank you and have a great day. There's another one that I recently got. It says, Dear Bansi, I have been in healthcare now for 53 years, so I have definitely worn my share of scrubs from dresses to lab coats to pants. Never have I found scrubs as comfortable and durable as yours. I just ordered my second set of Purple Yoga Juliet scrubs and can't wait until they arrive. So I am sending a big thank you. So Valerie, this is my true reward for uh, for the beautiful work that I do. <laughs> I mean, that really is beautiful and it's just so inspiring to hear those messages and to know that you're making such a positive impact for people as they're working tirelessly to save lives and to make our lives better. So I, I really love that. I think that's beautiful what you said too, that the money is not the reward, but just that these beautiful messages are because I think to know that what you're doing as well is making a difference for them that that has to you know really drive you I'm sure yes I mean of course I mean whatever we can do is so tiny and minuscule in comparison to what they do for us but as I said earlier the only thing I know is how to make beautiful garments stylish comfortable and I feel this is my kind of tribute as well as a payback for our beautiful nursing angels. I love that. And I think, you know, we discussed this a little bit offline as well, that my my sister, who is a speech pathologist, ended up wearing your scrub. She no longer wears scrubs in her um, in her current role. But she absolutely loved your scrubs when I told her who I was going to be interviewing. And she even mentioned just the comfort and that they were exactly the type that she needed for that role that were actually comfortable to wear. And I mean, it's incredible to be creating a product that is making people's lives better and making them more comfortable. I think that does make such a difference for so many. And I'd love to know too, we kind of touched on this a little bit, that as long as there have been nurses, nurses have been making a difference. But the, this past year and a half has been really difficult for the healthcare professions. How has Healing Hands uh, given back during this time? Yes, Valerie, this past year and a half or so has been very, very challenging for uh, everybody, but more so for uh, our angels. In uh, probably March of 2020, when we realized that hospitals are having a tough time getting enough of uh, the PPE to safeguard our healthcare workers, we immediately mobilized our connections in China and our associates in China in getting our hands on uh, uh, some PPE stuff. So we quickly flew in a couple million dollars worth face masks, N95s, face shields, and some other PPE items with the purpose of donating it to uh, the hospitals, to the nursing homes, uh, we also donated to some uh, schools and many healthcare organizations that needed them. And then besides that, uh, we also donated uh, over 30,000 scrubs to different institutions to uh, give to the healthcare workers because they, they needed to change very mm -hmm. often and very regularly their scrubs. So 
over 30,000 scrubs were uh, donated. I have uh, always been giving free uh, uniforms to any healthcare worker that I meet. Suppose I go to Starbucks and I come across uh, a healthcare worker, I will start chatting with them and then I'll take their address and send them out a few pairs of scrubs. But that has not amounted to thousands and thousands and thousands. So this was a perfect opportunity to donate over 30,000 of them. So, and, and we'll continue doing it. I mean, uh, I, I don't think we can do enough for the caregiver. I think it does make a difference, even though those people that you're meeting in Starbucks, it does make a difference for that one or for however many, but absolutely the impact that it makes donating 30,000 to healthcare, especially if you can remember how how awful some of the shortages were at the very beginning and probably have continued as well. But, you know, especially at the beginning when nobody could even find masks or gloves or any of that. And so to be able to provide that and, um, you know, that is having such a positive effect. So I, I really love that. And I'd love to know also, you know, for the listeners, we may not we may not have a business where we can give back necessarily, but what can we be doing right now to support just the incredible healthcare heroes that are in our lives? Valerie, I feel making the world better is everybody's responsibility. Mm-hmm. First and least we could do is acknowledge healthcare workers as heroes and treat them with utmost respect and gratitude. Talk to them nicely, just, just as... We have gratitude for our military personnel, and we should also support by funding their tuition and scholarships and any kind of fund that is for the benefit of the healthcare hero or their family or their children. We should all support it and fund it. I think this this is how we can work towards making their lives better. I love that. And I think it's something that we can all do no matter where we are in our lives, whether that's simply being kind, giving a small amount to these scholarship programs or maybe larger support over time as as we kind of build to that. But I think first step of acknowledging is so important because, again, I think so often, you know, as someone who has had a lot of health issues, I really try to be conscious of any time I'm in a medical situation, not only that I need to be kind to them, but that others may not have been as kind. And so to make sure that I am saying thank you, and even if I'm physically not feeling my best, I'm not comfortable to understand that these people are here to help. But I think so often, especially for those who maybe haven't dealt with a health issue before and they may be there for the first time. I think so often it can be easy to get impatient or whatever and to remind ourselves these people are heroes and they are literally, as I said before, they're taking our lives into their hands and they are doing it with care and they may have never met us ever in their lives. So I really do think that that's just so important to be, you know, treating every human with respect and gratitude. But also to to be looking at other forms of support as well. So I, I really agree with all of that. Now, I am always really inspired by any business that is purpose-driven. I think that, as you had said, I really do think it's our responsibility to make the world better. And I think when businesses can do that as well, those are the types of businesses that we want to support and we want to put our dollars behind. Talk to me about that purpose and how it drives you and the decisions you make as a business leader. 
Valerie, for me, it is very, very simple. Everything that I want to do is to give back to the healing angels. Anything that I make or the decisions that I take, the prime goal is that how is going to help the healthcare worker. So due to my respect and gratitude for them, everything that I can do and that we do here at Healing Hands is all revolving around the benefit and betterment of the healing angels and the messages, as, as you know, that I create are simple appreciative messages. It shows our appreciation for them, uh, which in turn makes them happy. The clothing that we make is always comfortable and stylish. And if at all there is any issue with any of the garments, we immediately replace them, take it back. Everything basically in a nutshell, I would say we do here is to make our healthcare worker happy. Well, I think that's such a beautiful mission and something that, you know, again, is really making a difference for, as you refer to them as healing angels. I I really do think that by helping them, you are helping the world as a whole. I'd love to know a little bit more with having a very purpose-driven business. We, you know, may have some people listening to the show that may be entrepreneurs themselves. They may be growing a business or they may be in leadership positions at existing corporations. Any tips for really creating a purpose-driven business and for finding what that purpose might be so that your organization can make a difference? Uh, I guess every situation is different, but ultimately everything boils down to, I would say, being thankful, having gratitude for what God has given you. And if everybody starts thinking of doing that one thing to make other people's life better, they would find the purpose in the business that they are doing. And they will enjoy doing that business because it won't feel like work. I never feel that it is work. For me, I'm always charged up, ready to come to the office and take on the world because my whole purpose here is, okay, what is the next step? How can I make things better for healthcare worker as well as others? Even internally here with all our associates, Everybody is respected very well, and they in turn also have started feeling so good and grateful to our healthcare workers. So I guess it's like contagious. So the feeling that comes from the leaders and and the purpose that comes from the leaders in any office filters down to the associates, and it's it's just a great feeling. Everybody around here is happy. Well, that's what you want to feel. And they say you spend about a third of your life at work. And probably for those who are business leaders and owning their own businesses, I would argue that it's probably a lot more than that one third. It's 24-7. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and yeah. so you, you want to enjoy that time. Absolutely. And I, I know for me, one of the things that was so important getting into the workforce was, especially being in kind of a public relations type of role, was would I be speaking for an organization that I could really stand behind and that is doing positive things in the community and really helping others? Or was I going to have to speak for something that maybe didn't have the best business practices and was actually maybe making people's lives a little bit harder, which is sad to say, but unfortunately there are 
a lot of organizations like that as well. And so I think it really was so important. And I think it's something, especially the generations in college now and getting ready to graduate them. I think the millennials and the Gen Z's that that sense of purpose is something that really kind of drives where they want to work when they, when they get out of school. Yeah. My, my, my message is very simple to all the leaders is just use your emotional intelligence in anything and everything you do and the way you interact with anybody. And, and that's honestly so important. I, I could not agree more. I'd love to know as well, you were actually, I think, our first guest in the fashion industry. And I'd love to know a little bit about how you got into it and what that journey has been like for you as a whole. Yes, I was 18 when I came here from uh, India. And now I'm 67. So I've been here close to 48, 49 years. When I first came, my brother had already started a very small business of gifts and handicrafts and hookahs to sell hippies. The <laughs> early 70s was hippieism days. And we started bringing in some hippie type of clothing, which is gauze and dashikis and ponchos and stuff like that. That business was doing well, but we wanted to scale it up and go for the masses, for the mainstream. So we decided to launch a proper fashion collection, all product made in India, all 100% cotton. So we started Crazy Cat Sportswear in 1978. And Valerie, we have been so blessed. We have not had a single bad year from the inception of the company. So right from 1978 onwards, every single year has been more profitable, fabulous, and the company has been growing until this COVID hit and I had to close the Crazy Cat Sportswear side, but I had already started Healing Hands in 2008. So I figured, you know, let me just grow Healing Hands because that has become the love of my life. So we have been growing healing hands by leaps and bounds. And the same associates that were there in Crazy Cat have been absorbed in healing hands. Nobody lost a job. So wow. we, are, we are just a big, happy, big family here. Yes. That's so inspiring. And it's amazing to see that you were able to keep people on and that you're, uh, you know, both companies have enjoyed such success. I think the pandemic has been so unfortunate for so many businesses. And it's been really sad, I think, to see, but such a blessing that you were able to keep everybody on and still work toward the business that really drives you. And that I think that's incredible that you were able to continue that. What do you attribute that success to? It's, again, use of emotional intelligence. So everything that I do, and of course, my son has joined me in Healing Hands since inception and since 2008. Uh, both of us treat our associates internally, our customers externally, our vendors overseas with utmost respect and gratitude. And we just do things the way we would want other people to treat us so there is no hidden agendas everything is an open book everything is for the best of the consumer so consumer always is first in our mind profits are always 
secondary and God keeps on rewarding. So to me, it, it's no rocket science, you know, do good, be good, do good karma, give back. All, all these are wonderful things. And the more you give, the more you get rewarded. People are foolish if they think that by giving, they are giving something from their pocket. Nobody's giving from the pocket. God just throws more in their lap when you give it with a good heart. And to me, in, in simple words, this is the reason why we are successful. I think that's so beautiful. And I really could not agree more. I, I think of the analogy with the candle where, you know, you have a lit candle. Somebody else has a candle that has no fire. You light their candle with yours and you're not giving away your light. You're expanding it. And Absolutely. So I... I think that's absolutely beautiful. And I, I love everything that you're doing. And I can't wait to see how everything continues with the organization. And just I really hope that people do take away that message of kindness and how important that is in just every aspect of our lives and in making the world a better place. That's right. That's right. Well, I would love to switch gears a little bit and ask you just a few of our rapid fire questions for the listeners to get to know you a little bit more. Okay. Wonderful. Well, what is your top wellness tip? Valerie, I think nurturing good health and relationships is essential. Every day, we must thank God and be grateful, count our blessings for everything that we have. We must do at least a 30-minute morning walk with <laughs> deep breathing, drink plenty of warm water with lemon and ginger, get a full eight hours of sleep, and be happy. We must purposely look to do at least one good thing for others every single day of our life, and God will keep you healthy. I love that. I, I think so often we don't think about that in terms of our overall health and well-being, but I know that I'm at my happiest when I am doing more for others from my heart and, you know, taking that time to really see the good in others too. I think those, those are the times I'm the happiest when I'm finding fault in everything. It's usually, you know, or if, if I'm annoyed with a lot of people, generally that means that I have a lot personally going on. I think that, you know, the best times are when we can, you know, really see that good. That's true. That's true. Now, this may be a cruel question with the pandemic going on right now, but what would you say is your favorite travel destination? Oh, I love traveling anywhere and everywhere. I have traveled a lot in Europe, but if I have to pick one favorite place, it would be Florence. Capri and Positano is right next to it. The whole Amalfi Coast is just so beautiful, relaxing, and it just sparks so much creativity in me when I'm in that region. I love it. I love it. It's so beautiful out there. And just, I mean, it's the birthplace of so much art and, and beauty. And I, I cannot wait. It's definitely on my list to, to go back when things are a little bit safer, but I absolutely love that. All right. We'll go back together. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? animal. Mm. I want to be some sort of a bird that can swim as well as fly. Right now, I don't do either one of them. <laughs> I neither swim nor fly. I'm always intrigued uh, by people who are swimming in the ocean. I love ocean. I love beaches. So whenever I'm there, um, 
I'm just watching others. And I always wish that I could swim. And of course, with the birds flying over the ocean, it is such a pretty sight. So I would say if I was a bird that can swim as well as fly, that would be (laughs) my next life. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Now, I guess this this could be, um, you know, this could actually lead into the next question. If you could master a completely new skill, what would that be? Yeah, of course, the skill, definitely, I do want to learn swimming. But more than that, I would say that my both kids nowadays are into golfing. So I would immediately want to learn golfing. So this way I can spend more time with my kids. I call them kids. They are 37 and 34. My son, Sid, is 37. My daughter, Sandy, is 34. And I'm also blessed with three beautiful grandchildren. So golfing would be one. I would love to be able to sing, dance, cook, all of the above. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I always do. We have so many people in my company that can golf. And so they'll get to go to the golf tournaments and get out for the day and just enjoy the beautiful weather. And so it's something that at some point I'm going to take a class or something so I can get to go with them. Right. (laughs) No, I think that's fantastic. And what's next for you on your bucket list? Valerie, we've been doing many monetary donations domestically as well as overseas. But I feel soon I want to start taking some time and donate my time and my acumen physically being on the floor with the charitable organizations, particularly overseas. We do support some um, schools we support some hospitals and there are so many less fortunate people all around the world but particularly in india since we are from india we have been supporting these causes i would like to uh, go and spend some time on the ground in in these uh, poorer villages that we have adopted or uh, schools that uh, we fund or hospitals And then one important thing I would like to do is start a nursing school in India so I can get many, many people take up nursing and join the healthcare world because nursing is such a such a selfless work that I I am now so much grateful for that I would like to give the opportunity to many other people who can get educated, join the nursing schools and then get into the healthcare field. What an incredible way to give back. And I am so excited for you to get to do all of that and to get to give your time. And I I think it's so incredible that you have places in India where you've adopted schools and to be able to spend your time there and really see also where your dollars have gone and really get to help out on the ground. I think that's such an incredible experience and something that I think everybody needs to find that cause that is meaningful to them and take that time because it makes such a difference in your quality of life when you have something like that, that you're so passionate about. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and as I said, giving, giving gives you pleasure. So for me, this is my pleasure. The more I will give, the more I will get. So in a way it is, I am being selfish. I'm, I'm giving to others to get pleasure for myself. <laughs> I think it's a good way to be selfish, though, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Now, Bonsi, this was such a pleasure and I, I just loved getting to learn more about your business and your journey to get to where you are and just that focus on kindness and gratitude and everything that you're doing. Now, before I let you go, how can listeners find you and connect and connect with Healing Hands as well? Yes, our listeners can uh, visit our website, healinghandsscrubs.com, or they can uh, contact us with email, goodkarma at hhscrubs.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all of the above. Wonderful. I'll be sure to link all of that in the show notes so our listeners can connect with you, especially those who are in the healthcare field that may be looking for some scrubs, maybe in the market for that themselves. But thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing your story with us today. Thank you, Valerie. Namaste and good karma. It was such a joy to talk with Bonzi, and I absolutely loved hearing his story. His passion for the healing angels of healthcare is truly contagious, especially when you think about what our healthcare workers have been going through over this past year and a half plus. And I truly love his commitment to giving back in everything that he does. When he talked about making the world a better place and how that's everybody's responsibility, that message really resonated with me. I've always felt the same way, and I hope that that resonated with you as well. I truly love seeing purpose-driven businesses like Healing Hands succeed, and it was so cool to get to speak with someone who is doing such amazing things in the world. So if you have a healthcare worker in your life, I highly encourage you to thank them, show your gratitude, and feel free to share this episode with them as well. I've linked Bonsi's information in the show notes, so be sure to check out Healing Hands for any healing angel that's in your life. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and for sharing a part of your day with me. If you have a topic that you'd like us to explore in a future episode or a guest that you would like us to have on, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I am available on Instagram at wellness and wanderlust blog or by email at Valerie at wellness and I do check both and I am happy to answer any questions you have. I really do take listener feedback into account. One of the best ways that you can lend your support to this show is by leaving a rating and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you're tuning in from so that others can find the show better and it only takes a few minutes out of your day. It makes all the difference. So if you do find yourself tuning in from week to week, I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts. Now, I hope you all have a wonderful day, my friends. I can't wait to see you next time.